Are you with me on this? We all love those stories that glorify the Roaring Twenties, when folks whispered a magic password to get into speakeasies and gin joints for some illicit partying during Prohibition. But it wasn't all a roaring good time. Would our government purposely poison the public to try to stop them from drinking? Guess what? Turns out the feds ordered industrial alcohol makers to add poison to what they sold to scare the public to death, maybe killing as many as 50,000 and blinding or paralyzing hundreds of thousands more. I'm Patty Steele, dying for a drink, literally, next on The Backstory. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Well, if we're being honest, we all have stuff in our lives that drive us crazy. Maybe it's a job, a difficult relationship, or love interest. Or honestly, it can just be the state of this crazy world we live in. For me, it's all three of those things at times. A lot of times it's not a big deal, but in the moment, it sure feels like it is, right? So how do you come to terms with those stressors and not let the negativity weigh you down? For me, therapy has always been a haven where I can open up, talk about what's eating at me, and trust that this person will be honest, understanding, and discreet. Therapy isn't just for folks who've had major trauma. It's for you and me, so we can be at peace and become the best version of ourselves. When I connected with a terrific therapist at BetterHelp, she asked some on-point questions, and I actually heard myself working through some of the issues I'd kept bottled up. What a relief. If you've considered therapy, I can't recommend BetterHelp enough. It's completely online, so it's convenient, flexible, fits your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a short questionnaire. You'll be matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra charge. Take it from me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com backstory today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash backstory. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We're back with the backstory. Okay, do you know much about Prohibition when the government outlawed alcohol for 13 years starting in 1920? Did you know the feds mandated that industrial alcohol makers add poison to what they made to keep people from drinking it? It killed as many as 50,000 and maimed hundreds of thousands. We've kind of seen what that world looked like in movies like The Untouchables and The Great Gatsby, and also on TV shows like Boardwalk Empire. Prohibition-era gangsters included Al Capone, who took in $60 million a year during those years. But one of the most amazing and not-so-well-known stories about Prohibition 
was how the feds tried to control access to alcohol for folks who just wanted to party. When the government wants to control us, they have all sorts of crazy ways to enforce laws, right? But during Prohibition, it got way darker. Again, their approach, left by some accounts 50,000 dead and possibly hundreds of thousands permanently impacted by conditions like paralysis and blindness. Now, how the heck did that happen? Mass poisoning. Yeah, the government didn't just try to talk people out of drinking or even just fine them or put them in jail. They actually poisoned the legal industrial alcohol being made that bootleggers were turning into hooch. Now, imagine you're desperate for a drink, but there's none to be had. If you're really desperate, you might even sip a little bit of rubbing alcohol. Yuck. So the feds decide to mandate that all industrial alcohol had to be denatured by adding iodine, chloroform, even gasoline and kerosene to make it really nauseating and, in some cases, deadly. Now, if you were a bootlegger, you saw a big market for illegal booze. So you'd hijack trucks transporting the industrial stuff and try to make it more drinkable taste-wise by adding all sorts of chemicals to improve the flavor. And they did a little boiling to try and remove the bad stuff, but you simply couldn't remove all the poison. People still drank it, making gangsters like Al Capone impossibly rich. He was just 26 years old when he got started, and was soon taking in 60 million bucks a year. Guess what? That's well over a billion dollars in today's world. Experts say prohibition led to the rise of really powerful organized crime syndicates. They were obviously raking in money like nobody's business. And that organized crime world never really recovered economically after the end of prohibition killed off their cash cow. It was the Roaring Twenties. Everybody wanted to party. Where did they go? Well, guess what? There were 32,000 speakeasies in New York City alone. By the way, speakeasies got their name from how quietly you had to whisper the password to get in. So nearby cops couldn't hear you and figure out how to get in themselves. And those speakeasies would also add things to improve the flavor, like ginger ale, Coca-Cola, sugar, and lemon, which gave rise to cocktails. Before that, drinkers were just doing straight shots, I guess. And get this, before speakeasies, most folks went to bars and taverns, but most of them didn't allow women in as customers, just as entertainment. But speakeasies were looking for as many customers as possible, so women were totally welcome to come in to party and toss back a few of those poisonous cocktails. By 1923, the government decided they had to make it even more poisonous. So they ordered the folks that made the industrial stuff to add 4% wood alcohol, which is incredibly poisonous to humans, even in really tiny amounts but they didn't mandate any warning labels. Again, people drank it, and anywhere from 10,000 on up to 50,000 or more were killed because of it. In addition, with hundreds of thousands becoming blind or paralyzed. Now, in fairness, not everybody thought it was a good idea to poison alcohol. One senator called it legalized murder. 
but a supporter from the Anti-Saloon League said legal alcohol had killed a lot more people than the government's new program and that, quote, air quotes here, the feds were under no obligation to supply people with safe alcohol when it had been banned. He went on to say, the person who drinks this industrial alcohol is deliberately committing suicide. And the government's lead guy in the prohibition effort, Assistant Secretary of the Treasury Seymour Lohman said publicly that the fringes of society that drink were dying off fast from poison hooch and that if the result is a sober America, a good job has been done. Really? Wow. Allowing maybe tens of thousands of people to die and possibly hundreds of thousands to be permanently disabled by poisoning our vices. Yikes, and we think the present-day government is rough on us. I'm Patty Steele. The Backstory is a production of iHeartMedia and Steel Trap Productions. Our producer is Doug Fraser. Our executive producer is Steve Goldstein of Amplify Media. We're out with new episodes twice a week. Thanks for listening to The Backstory, the pieces of history you didn't know you needed to know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.